Welcome back to the Final Drive Podcast. This is episode number three since coming back uh, from our month-something-long hiatus, or bunch-of-month-long yeah. hiatus. It's just me and Croc in the studio today. Yeah, um, Hayes, Hayes is going through a couple <laughs> trials and tribulations, so he'll be back next episode. So. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's just life sometimes. Exactly. All right, so a lot has happened in the last week uh, we can talk about. Um, we're just going to kind of cover the basics of uh, JJ, Deshaun, Russell Wilson, all of that. Yeah, just reiterate a few developments mm-hmm. that have happened over the past exactly. week. Exactly. I, I did want to say one thing about just what we're going to kind of do the rest of the off season is is looking right now. We're going to pretty much just cover things that happen on a week to week basis. Mm-hmm. Then as it gets up into the draft, we'll do draft mocks and draft reviews. And then as the offseason keeps going, we'll look at schedules and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, teams, like yes. all of that. So we'll have, we have a, got a lot of content coming up uh, for the season, and we're really excited for it. But hmm. let's get started with today's episode. We're going to kick it off going over more of J.J. Watt's developments, because I think that's the thing that has sort of been reported the most, I think. Yeah. Um, so, Crocs. So uh, over the past week, JJ Watt has sent a couple of cryptic tweets, and yeah. the main one being when he said mitochondria is the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell. So that sent Twitter into an absolute frenzy. You mm-hmm. know, just having random speculations about what it meant. You know, what where he was thinking about going, and then we heard later on this week that he had narrowed down his list to three to five teams, and you know. There's a lot of rumors flying around that he's looking into the Bills more heavily. So that's mm. a new development. And, I mean, if you think about it, the Bills, they had a good defense last year. They'd most likely be a pretty good fit for a guy like J.J. Watts. So the Bills are a team that's on the rise, got a lot of good young players on offense and defense. And um, J.J. Watt could be a good mentor to that defense and help them take the next step to be truly like a top five or top three defense in the league. So um, while the Packers or the Steelers might be a great fit just because of, you know, his birthplace or, or playing with his brothers in terms of like a fit standpoint, like as a team, I'd say the bills definitely do sound like they could be the best fit for him. Last week we kind of went over this and you said that the Browns, I think you and I both agree yeah, with the Browns. Yeah, I've just, I've been here. The Browns are definitely still a possibility, but I've just been hearing less about the Browns and more about the Bills lately. So I'd say that, like... You think the, the momentum Brown, is with yeah, the Bills? Yeah, the momentum is with the Bills right now. So yeah, they're definitely in a good position to make a run at them because they got a little bit of cap space. I think I'm also going to agree with you. I'm going to switch what I said last week. Last week I said the Browns were like... Even Hayes said that he's just gonna go to the Browns, right? Yeah. There's that clip. Uh, but I think I think you're right. I think the Bills, their team is just younger. They need an older guy to kind of, mm-hmm. not that JJ's like super old, but just to mentor the young guys who's been in the situations that JJ's been in to know what it takes to win. So I think that the Bills are a good are a good spot for him. But also you mentioned, uh, like JJ said, the three to five teams. And I think we said last time the Browns, Packers, Steelers, Bills. Yeah, and apparently the Titans are also in the mix too. And then the Titans. Which is kind of weird. 
I didn't really expect that. That is weird. Yeah, it seems like a... It's like an interesting collection of teams. Oh, yeah, and going back to me saying that J.J. Watt would be a good fit for the Falcons. It came out today that the Falcons were one of two teams that did not make a bid for J.J. Watt. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to re-listen to that clip. So that's that's pretty funny. Oh, that is funny. So I think it's safe to say that he's not going to the Falcons, Croc. Yeah, he's not going to the Falcons. Anyway. I guess back to the Bills and Browns. Are you making your prediction that he's going to go to the Bills? Is, is, does I, this feel I mean, like it the... makes sense? I mean, just being pretty outgoing guy, I feel like he, Bills Mafia would love to have him. Oh yeah. And um, they've got such a great fan base. They're a very passionate fan base. I'd say they're kind of like the Packers fan base at a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean, it'd be, it would, it definitely makes sense. So for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's such a cool, uh, this is sort of like a different process that I've seen from free agents in the past, mm-hmm. because a lot of times guys will be kind of quiet about it. Yeah. He's like, just having be, fun. He's, he's having he's... so much fun. Like the tweet, like, I feel like, I feel like the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell tweet, like means absolutely nothing, but no. he wanted to see what people like would say. Yeah. And then people are saying like, what, like the research centers in Buffalo, so yeah. he's going to the Bills yeah. or something dumb like that. It's so funny. Yeah, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe after he signs with the team, some reporter will ask him about that tweet and see if it actually meant anything. I guess so. So we'll find out. It'll be out. interesting. Yeah, it's fun. Um, okay, so let's transition to just other uh, topics we want to touch on. I think the other biggest thing that was touched on in the last couple of days, especially, was the was Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's been all throughout social media. Yeah, it's it's been weird because I mean, there's been like rumors that he's been beefing with you know management and stuff, yeah. and like I feel like nobody knows what's just, like really going yeah, on. Yeah, there hasn't really been any like confirmed like what mm. actually happened, but um. You know, it's it's just been very odd. I wasn't really expecting to hear anything about Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. just because I mean the Seahawks have had success. Like they've won a Super Bowl with him, mm-hmm. and like I just I don't understand why he would have any reason to be frustrated with management. Like he's got good young receivers to work with, Lockett and Metcalf. Like he's in a pretty good situation, in Seattle. Like. There's no real reason for him to leave, so I don't think that he's going to leave Seattle just because, I mean, it just doesn't make sense for him to leave. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't really think of any other team that he'd be a better fit with. Yeah. Like, he got to work with the guys he got camaraderie with right now because, I mean, mm-hmm. you just got too many good players on the rise, like Chris Carson, too, like... You've got three solid receivers and running backs. Like and even for the beginning part of last year, I mean, he's in the MVP conversation. Exactly, and like he, he was it, firmly in the MVP. His players are going to be better now this year. DK is going to be more polished. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a bunch of guys on that offense that yeah, are going to I mean, be a lot more D- polished too. DK is looking like he could be, you know, a watered down version of Julio Jones. I'm never going to put anyone on Julio Jones's level, <laughs> but like he look, he plays a lot like him in terms of like his Big, route running physical he's fast and yeah like so he's definitely primed for a breakout season if he keeps on working like he has been so mm-hmm. he can take the next step 
So <clears throat> let's say that these rumors are true and that Russ is like maybe on the way out or closer to the way out. Would there be a team that uh, that you would want to see him on? Um, what would be a good fit for him? I mean, this would take a lot of work for the Saints to do, but like if they can find a way to clear up their cap situation and go after Russ, like freezes out and they need a QB for the future. And I mean, Russ could at least keep them contending right now rather than actually having to go through a full blown rebuild with their uh, cap situation. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it would take having to cut and get rid of a lot of people and just work some trades. But, um, I mean, we've seen Mickey Loomis do it before. He's a great, you know, contract negotiator, and he's good at managing a team. Because, I mean, that's what you have to do when you're in a small market like sure. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's a possibility. The mayor's already called and said <laughs> that she wants Russell to come to New Orleans. So, um, yeah, we'll see if that actually ever mm-hmm. happens. But. I think my number one destination for... Russ is actually as much as I hate to say it, I'm gonna say the Bears. Mm. <laughs> but I, I'm talking about for like Russell Wilson and a team that would like need him the most. Yeah, maybe not like <laughs> I don't know if Russell would want to go to a team with no receivers. I don't know so. if he'd want to, but I'm saying like a team that could really use him. Yeah, would be the Bears. Yeah, I mean I'm a Bears fan, and I'm just gonna say. When you got Darrell Mooney as your two or three receiver, that's not good. Tough scene. So, yeah. Or Darnell Mooney. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I think I think that Russ would be. It'd be. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think it'd be interesting to for him to see him go there. Yeah. Also, the possibility of him pretty much just swapping with Dak was thrown I don't, out. I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm just, I'm just that, throwing it out. That doesn't make sense. I mean, the only reason why that would ever happen in my mind is if Dak like has a huge setback in his recovery from his injury, and it's just not the same. Then maybe mm-hmm. that could happen. But like, that's that's a far fetched idea in my mind. Yeah. So, so who who'd you rather have, Dak or? Russ right now right now I'd take Russ he's the more polished quarterback in my mind Mm he's better decision making more athletic um I mean Dak who knows what Dak's gonna do after his injury there's a lot more questions with him so Mm -hmm. right now I would definitely take Russell Mm -hmm. mm-hmm interesting so if you like if you're hmm that is interesting I think because I think, yeah, I think you're right, though, just because people don't really know. I haven't heard any report about, like, Yeah, it's injury. weird. Like, it's been yeah. very quiet. Yeah, no one really knows where Dak's at in his recovery, so mm-hmm. we'll just have to wait and see what comes out about that. Yeah. But. I think, but you and I pretty much both sit in the same, uh, or we're both in agreement that Russ probably isn't going anywhere. Yeah. It's just kind of, we, we just don't know enough about his situation, and there's just not any confirmed just anything about yeah. his situation with management oh, well, or whatever. One rumor that's going around is that Tyrod Taylor might be the Cowboys backup. The boy Tyrod, <laughs> let's go. So we'll see. The greatest quarterback of all time, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Shout out to my Madden franchise. Um, but yeah, let's go into the last topic of the day. Uh, yeah, this is a short episode, but we weren't actually planning on 
getting one out because we had a cancellation from a certain third party of this podcast. Well, yeah, Will Hayes going through <laughs> his trials and tribulations. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm going to call this episode Trials and Tribulations. I'm, that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, so, but we, we went ahead and we wanted to make sure to get an episode out. But let's get into the last topic. Which is Deshaun Watson. Again, mm-hmm. his name keeps being thrown out. He's still the topic of free agency and yeah. the offseason. Who knows, like, what is going on at yeah. this point? It's so, like... <laughs> At this point, it's like he's in a prison and he's just not being let out because (laughs) management wants him so bad to play. But, like, at this point, Deshaun's probably content with eating up millions of dollars not to play because he's so fed up with the Texans. He's he's played his last snap with them, in my mind. He's not going to step on the field for them Mm -hmm. unless, like, something drastic changes like i don't even know what it would take for him to play with them again yeah because well, they're in such a bad spot like dude bill I, o'brien I just did a number yeah I like mean, oh my goodness he really took his gm role to a whole nother level <laughs> so yeah but um i don't i don't know the, the deshaun watson situation is still very fluid no one really knows what's gonna happen next mm-hmm. so i mean that's what's so exciting about it too because you're just like just looking at the news stakes. every day and it's like something news happening and yeah. like um but i mean the main thing is like i feel like they brought in a new head coach to kind of like they're trying to they're, they're trying, trying to convince him but I, honestly he, he didn't play bad under romeo Cornell. So I'm like kind of confused as to why the Texans just didn't keep Romeo Cornell. Like he's been a head coach in the past. They actually won a few games under him at the end of the season. Like, um, it didn't. I just I was confused about the David Coley hire because I mean he's old. He's never been a head coach before. Um, I I don't know. It just it didn't seem like the right move for a team that's gonna need to rebuild yeah and uh i feel like you'd you'd need a more experienced guy to handle yeah i mean he has experience but you just don't know how he's gonna do in a head coaching role which is a very different like it's different from a team like the falcons because arthur smith is young like he's he's in that age where guys are getting their first head coaching job yeah so like it's a better hire for a team like the Falcons because the Falcons still have players that can succeed under the right coach. So who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun? We'll just have to wait and see. But right now, I mean, the Texans are just doing the worst thing they could possible. Like, they got to get a good return on them back. And they can't just be denying all these good offers that they're most likely getting. Yeah. What What in your mind is a good would be a good offer? Like not from any specific team, but well, just like a. If I were the Texans, I would want at least one or two proven, close to all pro quality players back. I wouldn't want to get draft capital as much. Like, I would just take like a first round pick, and first, second, and like one or two proven good players like mm-hmm. i'd say that's a fair return 
mm. for a guy like Deshaun Watson. Okay, I saw this out on social media. Okay. Mm-hmm. Deshaun for Taysom Hill, a first-round pick, second-round pick, and Cam Jordan. I don't know how much sense that makes just because I'm not sure if you would want Taysom Hill as your quarterback like full time. But um I mean who knows? Like Taysom I just feel like that was the right system in New Orleans for a guy like Taysom because he had a I mean, he had a great offensive line to work behind and you know he had been in that system for a while as a backup, so I feel like that was why he played well when he started for a couple games. But, I mean, I don't know if throwing him in a whole new system in Houston as a starting quarterback would be mm-hmm. right for Houston to do. Yeah. Um, Have you I seen mean, any more offers out there? Not you really. Any? I just That's the one that I just saw on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so... And Cam Jordan's getting older, too, so I just don't know how valuable he would be in the future. Because I think for the Texans, you need to get, like... Yeah, I would, I would want a guy like Trey Hendrickson. Like, I would almost rather have him in a trade than Cam Jordan, because he's still young. He got, like, 15 sacks last year, and... Mm-hmm. I think the Texans need to go... They need to embrace the rebuild, and you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They just need for to... Sure. They gotta, it's time to embrace. They gotta figure out what they're doing. In the, so. in the dumpster fire over there in Houston. Yeah. Alright. Well, it was short, but you got anything else to add? No. About free agency or whatever? Not really. We'll just see what happens and talk about it next episode. Sweet. Alright, well, that's gonna do it for this sub-20 minute episode of The Final Drive. Uh, we'll be back with y'all next week. Um, shout out to Croc. Yes, sir. As always. Uh, and Yeah. Pray for Will Hayes. <laughs> and then yeah. Listen to us on Spotify. We're gonna get the YouTube videos up soon. Yeah, probably. We're on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um Everywhere. Spotify, you know, anywhere you can find a podcast. Everywhere. So check us out. Yeah. Alright. That's gonna do it. Peace. <laughs>